podcast December 11th 2018 this is episode 136 yep. moving on up hey baby daddy what up me hey that was the current king of R&B Jacquees he has um claimed that he's the king of R&B hey that's how he feels man you know I guess you're supposed to feel that way yeah I feel like you know well I feel like I'm the best sports reporter that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> you better. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you're the best corner in the world, yeah, you know? You better. <laughs> but um, I like Jacquees. Um, I like his music. He does have his own little sound where he, like, holds a lot of notes. and Yeah. He's extra. Yeah, he is. And I found out how extra he was. Um, his, his mom got married this weekend. Yes. You saw the video? You showed me. My God. I didn't really understand, but... So, you know, there's a money dance. You know, you pin a dollar, you pin a hundred dollars, you pin a ten, whatever you got. You pin mm. it on the bride or the groom and you get like a quick little little dance with him, little two-step or whatever. He brought in, I think it was a Louis Vuitton bag or something, and it had a hundred thousand dollars in it. And no, he he dumped it all over the floor at their feet. Like he didn't like politely, like it wasn't like stacked up. He like took the bag and dumped it upside down, yeah, shaking the money everywhere. It was real like he was giving it to a stripper. Yeah. I didn't really understand that for your mom's wedding. He's extra. I feel like he took the spotlight from his parents. Yeah, well, his, I, I well the, the dad is like his best friend's uh, dad. They grew up on the same block together. Oh, for real? I yeah. That. Yeah, and so it's almost like he's been his dad forever because I guess the guy been living on the block forever. But you can honor them in a more respectful way. Like, he was extra. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what they do. But that was, it, it looked a little odd when, when you showed it to me. I was like, All I'm going to say is that's going to look real bad on his unsung if he don't <laughs> cut down. <laughs> if he end up poor, broke. Or whatever. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. You always thinking about potential unsungs. I love that show. Yeah, you do. You ain't you haven't watched it in a while. No, there's seasons. Oh, I know. Yeah. You usually watch it. I haven't seen. I've seen them. all of them, so I'm yeah. waiting for the new ones to come yeah. around. It'd be, it'd be cool because I 
I be knowing some of them. I don't even. Some of them I don't. Yeah, so I, it's gonna look real bad. He gonna need that hundred thousand back. I feel like he should have just written them a check and let yeah. them decide if they wanted to announce it to the world. Right. Because to me, it's like, uh... You want him to show a little class. Classy. I'm never classy. That's what's so funny about this. How dare me ask for class. You wanted some class, that's all. Yeah, I always ask for shit I don't give <laughs> to people. Um. So today's episode, we have turned it over to the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hey, fucking A. Love you guys. Um... As appreciation for my numbers jumping and, and you know, niggas is listening. Dope. And apparently you guys are forwarding links, telling your homies to listen and all that good stuff. So I appreciate that. So I pretty much have turned over the podcast to the people. Mm. So all of the questions, I'm going to just read them right off Instagram. All right, so cool. all the questions that are being asked will be directly from Instagram in whatever order I read them. I didn't even plan for this. I'm just going to... Oh, this off the cuff? I'm just going to... freestyling? I'm a freestyle. I'm a freeballing. No drills on. This Commando. is my element. Let's go. But before we start that, I wanted to talk about you, of course. You guys lost. You had a two-game win streak, and you guys lost. You didn't fulfill my, my wish of yeah, beating the Saints. You know, we really tried. You could tell we tried, though. You can't not score in the second half and say you tried. Sorry. Yeah, I got nothing for you. You guys didn't score in the second half. We didn't score in the second half. I really thought we were going to win. Me too. I was kind of hyped. It started off really good. Came out the second half. We got a turnover right away. I'm like, yo, we are about to whoop these. And then... We, I think we missed the field goal off of that. You guys did the opposite of what you normally do. You normally build me up. You know, you let me down. I get dumb, stupid, drunk. And then the second half, y'all build me up if they were going to win and we lose. This time, y'all scored 14 early yeah. and came back and put a fucking egg up on the scoreboard. For so the we just half. find different ways to fuck with your mentality. So no kush for your teammates. I told you guys I was going to give you kush. If you beat them now, they're they're tied with the Rams, and they 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 have the tiebreaker. I yeah. got I got no control None. over anything now. All now I just gotta hope that they play Carolina twice, and and they play who else do they play? Uh, the Saints. They play Carolina, Carolina twice. They got a tough a tough game, I believe. I don't know, but anyways, I feel like you guys let me down. You're so sorry. It's terrible. I can't trust you guys anymore. Man, that that one was tough. Two missed field goals and a block punt. Usually going to lose that game. Yeah. When you think it, uh, when you're not in the game, if you're just looking at it, if you see a team miss two field goals and get a punt block, I would say 95% of the time they're going to lose. 95%, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm still your friend. I still love you. Um, but um, you guys just lost. What do you think about the rest of the season? You guys have to go to Baltimore next week. Then you go to Dallas. And then you're home against the Falcons. You think you guys can pull it off? Get eight wins? Go eight and eight? Um, I feel like we got a chance in all those games. It's uh, Baltimore is, I'm going to just go, you know, that's our next game. I haven't really looked at them yet, but. I know what they are. They're a good defense, mm-hmm. obviously. 
They always are for whatever reason. That's a team. Because they got they got like some of the ugliest players oh in the league gosh. on their defense. <laughs> I ain't that usually there. means niggas be balling when they ugly. Just saying. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but they um <laughs> they're a good defense. They do a lot of good things on defense, but you know presenting looks and creating pressure, and creating overloads and things like that. And on offense, they're they're doing. Uh, we're gonna keep it simple. Try to control the clock, limit mistakes, and win like that. Because they have a quarterback that's you know just being not honest. good. Is not a you know he's a rookie. He probably doesn't pass that much. Looking at the stats and stuff, he's running and trying to keep it simple for him. And that's their strategy, and it's working. It's fucking working. They are one half a game out from the division championship with the Steelers. Right. Crazy, crazy, crazy. That might be who the Saints play. It might be the Steelers. I don't they know why. They the Steelers yet? I don't know. Yeah, I think it is because they haven't, and they yeah, do have to play Steelers. I think that's who it is. Steelers might get them. Where are they playing? I don't remember. I just I just came to me right now because you know I've been on their schedule. <laughs> if it's bad. in Pittsburgh. It's trouble. It's trouble for the Saints because it's cold. Right. It's out the dome. Yeah. If it's in New Orleans. It's probably a win. <laughs> yeah. So um, you guys played Drew Brees, who's my favorite quarterback, and um, your second most picked off quarterback, I believe. Uh-huh. Phil Rivers is number one. It's crazy that they both came from uh, San Diego, now L.A. Chargers. Yeah. But um, when I did the Flagrant 2 podcast, I said... They asked me a whole bunch of questions about different positions that was overrated and underrated. And I said Michael Thomas was overrated as a receiver. Okay. I didn't really get to explain, but if I could have explained, I probably would have said because of Drew Brees. Flat out. He makes everybody look amazing to me. way, it's true. Yes. And he doesn't, I haven't seen him do anything that makes me think that he's the best receiver in the league. And people are saying that because of his numbers. Michael Thomas has great hands. He can catch really well. What else? Um, he runs to the routes. He knows the offense. A lot of he's Drew supposed Brees. to know the offense. He's Drew Brees' guy. I mean, if you compare him to like Julio, no, he's not. Antonio, no. would you want no. him or Odell? Odell. AJ Green. AJ Green. See, that's all I'm saying. He's overrated. That's all I'm saying. So apparently, since you haven't had any passes in your direction in the last three weeks, mm-hmm. as soon as the ball was caught. On you. He caught a 12-yard slant that you should have oh, been on. Slant. Oh, come on. You should have uh, been on it. But as soon, I know, no, no, I should have been on it. As soon as the ball was caught, my nigga, my Instagram blew up a bunch of corny motherfuckers that couldn't wait until a ball was caught on you. Started to flood my mentions talking shit to me. And saying, For real? Yes. For a slant? For a fucking 12-yard slant. Did he catch any other balls on you that game? Nah. Zero. But that one, that sent it over the roof. You're a bum again. Suddenly, <laughs> this nigga about to bust your motherfucking ass. He, we about to show you why he the best receiver in the league. You about to get smoked up and down the field. Your husband's a bum. Man. He should have been retired. He's old. He's I've been a short. bum for so long. Your whole bro. career you've been a bum. I've just been a bum. Like, I've never not been a bum. Like, there's some people that do, you know, obviously fuck with me. But, you know... It's a lot of people that think I'm a bum. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like, if I'm a bum, like, let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 35. 
35. Start there. You're it's, a dinosaur I'm in the NFL. I'm old for football, and I'm still playing quarter. Yeah, like on the strong side. On the left. strong side. And niggas is not throwing a ball. I'm not getting that many passes. In a league that is designed for the receiver to win every single time the ball is thrown. Niggas ain't fucking with you, and you a bum. I'm a bum. Also, I'm from D2. Also... Um, you light skin. Light skin. You got good hair. I'm not, I don't look like you your typical. You don't got no fo- tattoos. I don't look like your typical. I do got a couple. Of oh my tattoos. god, let's not do this. Come on, don't get me messed up. I do have a few Brent, tattoos. Don't all of your me tattoos like that can fit in the palm of my hand. Don't ever try me like that ever. Again. <laughs> all of your tattoos. Don't ever try me. All your tattoos fit in the palm of my hand. Go. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got limited tattoos. I'm from D two. I'm undersized, mm-hmm. and, and I've been a bum. If I was a bum, they would have been got me out of here. You'd have been gone by now. Been. You'd have been through hella coaching changes on three different teams. I would have been out of here. Three different def- like multiple defense. You had two to three defensive coordinators in Atlanta. You had two in Miami, ben. and then now two here. Would have been out of here. That's all I'm saying. That's so why people are just stupid. You can't call me a bum. You're I might stupid. not be your favorite. I might not be your style, but you can't call me a bum. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and so I posted the niggas, the screenshots of our conversation where I flame bro this bitch nigga. <laughs> and people was like, um, why, um, why am I letting it bother me? No, I'm not letting it bother me. I'm just putting out a signal that you will not bully me, that I will make time for you bitch niggas. And get you all the way together with facts. I feel you. Because if I don't, they will continue to harass the entire fuck out of me every time somebody catches a ball on you. I feel you. But also, the other side of that coin is I feel you're... Listen, I'm going to come back at you, Mo. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, I feel like it's some people that truly sit at the house and be like, look, 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 I'm going to get it. I'm going to get Miko hyped. She's going to cuss me out. And you don't get them all the time. And they like, whatever. But then that one person you get, they're like, look, she's back. I'm going to try to get her to go. And like, I think it's some of those people. Mm, pro- very rare. Because to be honest with you, I've made so many men delete their social media. Oh. From flaming them. Wow. Literally delete it. I don't even get a chance to block Why them. Why would they delete? Because other people start chiming in on the argument and flaming them, like in my defense now. So they can't handle what they Can't handle out. what they dishing out. That's pretty disappointing. You see what I'm saying? So you want to smoke. You want to come in my mentions laughing and kikiing and talking but, shit. And then when somebody else returned fire with me, when I got my gang, my, my Miko gang, and we gang up on these niggas, they can't take it. But. That shows something. Like that, you have to deal with that a lot. A lot. You know why? Because also, people tend to. You talk shit in all aspects of life mm-hmm. when you come to playing sports. And one thing I noticed, it was awkward at first because you talk shit when you play basketball. When you play basketball together, a lot of dudes can't handle when you start talking shit and actually hooping and like making shots. Like they'll talk shit to you first. First. And then when you start making shots and talking shit. And then shit, I start saying, who got the girl? And then I see, like, they're upset. And now I'm like, because I I'm gonna might keep giving have to you, swing on this Yeah, suit. because you know what it is? They really think that there's just this girl out here that can't hoop. And I'm going to talk shit to her. And I'm going to try to, you know, body her and score her. And when they realize it's not going to happen and the opposite is happening. <sighs> 
and their friends are right there. Their pride. Their pride. And then I start saying, hey, you got the girl? Every time we come down the court, you yeah. got the girl, right? She keeps scoring. Why she keeps scoring if she got titties? Yeah, there we go. So and they get mad. I get mad. So if you can't fucking take the heat, don't send it. I don't know why people get mad with shit talking. It's just because they can't. Because I go low. I'm disrespectful as fuck. That's it. They mm. want me to stay at their level. They want me to stay at the football wife level, where I am completely still in my manners. There's no manners. There's no class. There's no etiquette. No class. None of it. You don't have any class. I don't have any class when I'm flame brawling niggas. None. Don't even think about no it. like class. Yeah, but I, I'm just so happy because had you not been in the position you're in financially, I wouldn't be able to have this freedom to say what I want to say. You're welcome. Well, let's get to these questions because we got uh, a lot to talk about. Uh, shout out Beloved. Everybody, stay tuned. I'm going to put an interview up with Beloved. We're going to talk about the Grammys, all that stuff with him. But um, just be ready. Stay tuned for that because um, I'm going to put that at the end. All right. So first question, I'm going to get to this first question first because I already know this question. And somebody asked me, what happened with the old white lady? <laughs> that was mad that I parked on her grass. So for those of you that don't know, Aiden's been going to the same school for two years now. I've been parking in the same spot for two years. And Florida doesn't really have curbs. They have like grass and then the ground, the street, you know? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times when you park on the narrow street, you end up parking on people's grass because you don't want to get sideswiped. It's just what it is. Mm -hmm. Well, old lady decided, you know, after two years that she wanted to come over and bang on my motherfucking window while I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with one of the coaches' wives. Yeah. And it even startled her. Startled both of us. I didn't even see the motherfucker coming. Right. She banged on the fucking window like she had a search warrant and told me to get the hell off her grass. And I ignored her for a solid 15 minutes. She was literally walking around the car asking me for my license plate because it wasn't on my car. I don't have my plates put on my car. She was like, give me your license plates. I'm calling the police. I said, didn't you already call this a white neighborhood, bitch? They ain't came yet. With the windows up. She's still breathing hard, banging on my window, arguing with me. Furious. Yeah. And I wouldn't get off the grass until I got done with my conversation. And then when I got done with the conversation, I got off her grass and went, was going in to pick up Aiden, and she started asking me what I was even doing in the neighborhood. I never see people like you around here. Wow. Where did you come from? Yeah, when you told me that part, that, that shit was crazy. She's got to be 85 years old, but so I you know like she racist. That block is like, they, they tired. They tired of it. They move, nigga. Y'all the ones that live across the street from a school. Everybody parks on the grass right there. You've seen it. You had trouble with one of the neighbors too because yeah. you parked, you blocked his driveway. We had a lot of shit this year at that school. Yeah. Three incidents. Yeah. Maybe yeah. And it has a lot to do with the fact that we're black. Yeah. You know, the old white lady, bless her heart, but I was going to beat the shit out of her. She I was so, when I saw that video, I was happy. I was, you showed growth right there. <sighs> you kept your cool. I hated I mean, it. You, you told her what it was, but you ain't like, Really spaz, like for real. Yeah, because I was trying to be classy because I was like, all she needs to say is, look how they act. Look, she wanted a reason to say something about a black person being ignorant or ghetto or anything. No, you were good. You were yeah, good. I showed complete class, something class. I do not do on social media. Class. That's the, that's the recurring theme so far, class. Oh, my God. Somebody asked, will we get a podcast with you, Brent, his mom, and your dad? 
on some episode and let them tell funny stories about us growing up. If you want to. I don't even know if my dad has a lot of funny stories about me. Uh, for those of you that don't know, my father's not my biological father, but uh, he raised me and I spent my summers with him growing up because my mom moved from St. Louis to Los Angeles when I was almost five. And so I would fly to St. Louis in the summers and see my dad then. And so I stopped seeing him around seventh or eighth grade because I wanted to play basketball in the summer, AAU yeah. and all that stuff. And I couldn't be like traveling to go see him. And he totally understood, like he didn't get upset or anything. And, right. and then after that, I went straight overseas to play ball. I went to college and then overseas to play ball. So yeah, we have a lot of, stories, yeah, we have, we have a lot of phone conversations, but not a lot of in-person until after I finished playing ball, then we reconnected. He got some stuff though, cause he talked to me about yeah. stuff. So he he, yeah, he knows a lot about that. It would be funny just to have those two on the podcast. Yes, that's what y'all don't know is they love and hate the fuck out of each other. <laughs> Brent's mom cannot stand my dad. I swear to God. Yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with Aiden. Yeah, she's Aiden possessive. is hers. Yeah, she's really possessive. And when yeah. my dad comes around, Aiden really loves him and likes spending time with him. And he's a man too, so he always gets his, you know, his little manly vibes with him. Yeah. And, you know, Granny don't play that shit. She used to be the only grandparent around. So she'd be getting salty. I believe so. And then I love it because my dad knows she don't really like him. So he'll pick, I'll put some music on and she'll snatch her up and start dancing (laughs) with her. And she got to be nice. (laughs) That was funny. I remember that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Somebody wants to know about what we think about Atlanta United winning the MLS. You, can you talk about that at all? Yeah, I'm disappointed to say this. I didn't really watch any of the MLS, but this is what I will say about that whole situation. I'm disappointed in myself because I need to start watching the MLS for reasons like this. I want soccer to become more popular in the United States. Mm-hmm. So how that happens is watch. showing interest in the mm-hmm. United States soccer, the MLS. And that will bring interest. So they're, they're on TV more. Yeah. Once more kids see it on TV more, that means more, more money they play. can make and they'll play. Yeah. yeah. And people will see how cool of a game it is and people will play it. But what I did notice about Atlanta's team, which is crazy, the the city of Atlanta is so behind that team. Yeah. And not behind the Hawks or the Falcons. It's crazy. Maybe it's because they're winners. Because when the Falcons were winning, they was there. That's true. That is true. But it was crazy because it's soccer. Yeah, it's and strange. Get Atlanta, I think know, they just like win. They didn't, they're not used to winning shit. So it's like, oh my God, like we got to go to this because we're actually winning. Or just quintessential fair weather fans. There, there could be fair weather fans. Yeah. Um, I want to apologize to the team for not watching as well because I was sent a video. Shout out Blue. Uh, guess where the team went after the championship? Magic City. Ooh. And has strippers twerking on the cup. Hey, that's dope. That's dope. Swag the fuck out. Had whole stripper booties clapping on the cup in Magic City. That's sick. Real nigga shit. That's dope. Yeah. That is very dope. Yeah. Actually. I wanted when uh Miami's getting uh MLS team and I plan to go to a lot of those. Yeah, games. that would be cool. I think we I'm I gonna think go we gonna yeah, we're gonna do that. Um Rap album of the year. This is so. so by the way, this is infam, inf, infamous, but it's spelled real. I n f a m zero u s p. 
Yeah. Also wanted to know uh, what we thought about rap album of the year. Pusha T, Travis Scott, Cardi B, Mac Miller, Nipsey Hussle. Had it those? Yeah. I'm going Nipsey Hussle. That was my favorite. I'm going Cardi B. <clears throat> Good choice. Uh, just Nipsey being in this is incredible. Yes. It's incredible. But that was a very, very dope album. Yeah. I mean, just the, the way he did it. Yes. All the way to the Grammys, one album. It was a dope one album. album. That album is so yeah. dope. Salute Nipsey. So is Pusha T's, by the way. Whatever. I don't even know why he's in the category. Uh, Travis Scott has a great album as well. Yeah, I have yeah. not heard Mac Miller, but I heard it's really good. I did hear Mac Miller. I'm gonna make a point to listen to that. Uh, somebody not on this here. I'll find that name, but somebody want to know how we feel about Lil Baby not being in there because he's put apparently put out a nice few projects. D couldn't spot him in a lineup. Couldn't. He doesn't deserve to be in there. Not saying he's not good or has lame, but no. Uh, he just put something out just recently. I haven't listened to it yet, but I heard that it's, it's just all right. It's just all right. Can you talk about this? Is Hayes, H-A-Z underscore B-K said, can you talk about why it seems the NBA players seem more culturally aware and, and more together than the NFL players? I don't know if it's true, but it appears that way all the way up to the commissioner of the NBA, and it seems players hate Goodell. Why is it such a big difference? Why? Yeah. Well, the NFL is about the logo. The NBA is about the players. Talk so to the, them. So the players feel like they have more say-so and more, they're more involved, whereas the NFL is a bunch of guys just trying to get their check and get out. Now, you have your, you have your quarterbacks that, you know, they're guys. It's like their faces that they choose that do get treated well and can say stuff, but the people that are like that, that do get that, are not outspoken. Are not. They're not standing about, up for anyone. They don't there care for about that type of stuff. Right. It doesn't appeal to them. It doesn't affect them in any type of way. So they're not, not going to get that. But the people in the NBA that are the faces are, you know, are culturally aware, are aware about things that are going on with black people in America and other, not just black people, but stuff like that. Right. I think that also the CBA has a lot to do with it. You guys can be fined for every and any type of thing. You have no First Amendment rights. Um, the NBA has put their dick on the table and their CBA is in their favor. And you know why that is? That goes right back to us about the players. But you have to make it that. Yeah, but that's because it's about the players. But they made it that. They locked out and they demanded certain things. No, you're right. I'm saying like the NBA, the sport in itself, basketball is about the players. Mm -hmm. It's a creative game. But they didn't always like the commissioner. Things weren't always going their way, even when they were still the faces. The CBA changed everything. The money changed everything, in my opinion. And I'm sure that is the reason is because the players said, I'm not going to play. Yeah. And you're going to be in trouble. The players that have that power in the NFL are quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And they're straight and they don't care. And they're all. white usually. Yeah, so they don't care. They don't give a fuck them. about niggas. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, Greg Jennings interview where he talks about Aaron Rodgers 
shysting him out. This is E S I D H U five. What? Yeah. So I'm gonna read this to you, <clears throat> and you let me know what you think. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. So, um, Greg Jennings, as well as Donald Glover, I believe. Is his name Donald? Donald, what's his name? Donald Glover. Donald something. Anyways, uh, let me tell Driver? you. Driver? Driver. Uh, yeah, Donald Driver said some things about Aaron Rodgers, and so did uh, Greg Jennings. And you want me to paraphrase? You want me to read it? You can paraphrase. Give me basically, basically what uh, Greg Jennings said is Aaron Rodgers... If let's say um, you ran a bad route <clears throat> or something, you don't want to get yelled at by the coach. Sometimes a quarterback will run into the huddle and say, I told him to do that, coach, my bad. Or if okay. they mess up or something, the quarterback will eat eat it so that they don't get so much you know, heat. heat. Okay. And they say Aaron Rodgers will never do that. He's, he actually telling. <laughs> He's not having it. He's, it's their fault. Bro. It's their fault. And they said that all week long, he the, the 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 coaches are up his ass telling him how great he is, how amazing he is. Even if he ain't even playing good, they just suck his ass and his dick and balls all week because he's Aaron Rodgers. And then they come down and yell at everybody else, you guys are fucking up. So they feel like he should sometimes take some of that heat since they never give him shit when he fucks up. And um, Donald said that that's the one who really was saying how he just – just seems like he's a selfish guy. Like he's just all about self, you know, where he was drafted and how, how he, you know, where he was, where he was picked up at. And he's a first round draft pick and he's just kind of cocky and arrogant. They both said he's, he's a nice guy, but they think that he um, doesn't take any ownership for when he messes up because the coaches don't allow him to. And he points the finger whenever somebody else messes up. Damn. Yeah. That's not good traits. And Aaron Rodgers said, I will never entertain the thoughts of people not on my team anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Aaron Rodgers said, fuck that. Bro. Get out of here. Yeah. Damn. Uh-huh. Let's get to this Kevin Hart shit because there's a whole bunch of people asking about this. So Kevin Hart was asked to host the Oscars. Well-deserved. Yeah. He is the hardest working man in show business. Yeah, um, doing his thing, only right that he would host the Oscars. As soon as he announces it on social media, and we all go to sleep and we wake up, and now he has decided not he has decided not to host Oscars because they have asked him to make another public apology for gay, apparently air quotes, homosexual tweets from 2010. Yeah. So then he decides. In an apology, listen, I've already apologized for all of that. Mm -hmm. I've said how sorry I am. I've said how at that time, you know, everybody was just a little tone deaf to the, 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 the homosexual community. And I should have chosen my words differently. And I'm not the same person. I've said all these things. I've already apologized. So I'm not going to apologize again. So no Oscars. You guys can go ahead and find a new host. Well, nigga, you might as well just say sorry. Well, no, nah, he just said, I ain't saying sorry again. I feel like it was a great thing that he said, go fuck yourself. That's essentially yeah. what he said. Because at some point, you have to put your foot down and say, I'm not going to be held accountable for who I was eight to ten years ago. Right. That's and so if you dug up those tweets, you should have also been able to dig up the countless interviews that he's done since then 
denouncing those tweets and right. saying how childish and immature he was for even saying the goofy shit that he said. This just goes to the point that people are always now, it's a lot of people that are just trying to find ways to be mad or to bring somebody down when they're like doing really well. Well, you know what it is? Most successful people, especially if you're black, if you are successful, you have worked your ass off. You've done a lot of great things. And and you're from the hood. You you are successful not by accident. Mm-hmm. You know, now there's white people that become successful because they worked hard, but majority of white people that are multimillionaires like Kevin Hart's kind of money, it was inherited. Just keeping it real. You're president? Yes. So for Kevin Hart to get to where he is, he has worked his fucking ass off. And we are basically allowing people that don't work their ass off to make decisions. What are you talking about? They don't work their ass off. They scour all those tweets from years past. Losers. To hate. Lame fucking <laughs> losers. If you was about your shit, if you was hustling and on your grind you and you was time. focused, you wouldn't have time, nor would you give a fuck about what somebody said eight I, years I, ago. I completely agree with and you. And you would also understand that people grow. Like I said before, I used to call people a faggot all the time. Had nothing to do with them being gay at all. I've called yeah. you a faggot. I've called Aiden a faggot. And the only reason I stopped using the word is because a couple of my gay friends, which is strange because most of my gay friends call each other faggots right. and call me a faggot. They're usually not offended. But when I heard a couple of friends say that they was offended by it, I stopped using the word. That's the only reason because of them. I don't give a fuck what social media says about me using the word. I don't give a fuck about nobody's opinion but yours. And so... For me, well, first of all, I got kicked off Twitter and they deleted my Twitter. So y'all can't even dig up my... Man, I'm so mad. I had some classic you did. shit, disrespectful shit. You they had won't, a lot of shit. A lot of they disrespectful shit. They too much shit to pull up for you. Yeah. You, they, know, you did so much shit that it wouldn't have mattered. Like, be like, like that's, that's Miko. That's Miko, bro. Yeah, you shit. know, but I just feel like we should stop allowing niggas that never did nothing in their life that aren't successful, which is the majority of Americans, who are the people that are angry about this. Because all the successful people don't care. They realize that you grow, that you change. And when you're not successful, you don't even know that. You don't even know about change and growth. You're not growing. You sitting there in a thankless job all your life doing nothing. Miserable, angry that a nigga worked this motherfucking hard. Now you want to take something from him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I hate when I see those situations they when they bring up old tweets, that shit is so dumb. Lame. I'm they, so mad. I got some Instagram shit, though. I got some Instagram shit still saved in the vault. Some, some disrespectful shit. Yeah, they're Ooh. not going to fuck with you with that. You do it too much. I, I wish they would, and I'm not apologizing now, goddamn Don't time. you dare apologize me. Not apologizing. I said it. What the, what, the, what the Christians be saying? God said it. I believe it. That settles it. Yeah. I said it. I believe it. That settles it. I ain't apologizing for shit. I'm a human being. I'm allowed to grow. I'm allowed to change. And if you don't know me now, then shut up. You still talking about who I was back then? Shut up. I'm somebody else now. Keep up. Right. Kyle Murray. Heisman. I didn't even know they had announced the damn Heisman already. Kyler. Whatever his name is. He won the Heisman for uh, Oklahoma quarterback. 5'9". Right. Yo, height. Yep. And he won the Heisman. Right. And was drafted by the Oakland A's. Ninth overall. Was actually pondering over the decision of the NFL and the MLB. 
The only reason I think he's even pondering. Oh, he's not pondering anymore. He's MLB guy. Yes, he signed the contract. Yeah, smart man. But the only reason I think he was pondering is because it's quarterback. Who cares? Quarterbacks do get As paid. you can see, he had to apologize for his tweets too. Yeah, I was about to say that while you were talking about them. And, yeah, that's ridiculous. But You know what his, his tweet was? A teammate of his. I, I, obviously, he was 14 years old. Okay? Yeah. And it says Cole, obviously probably one of his teammates, Cole is getting salty. He's a queer. What? I, I laughed. It's funny. I laughed. Sorry, he's 14. I laughed. I'm sure a lot of 14 year olds will laugh at that. What are people saying? I don't understand. If you're gay, what are you saying? That people can't make fun of you? People make fun of black people. People make fun of white people. People make fun. I make fun of how Asian people drive. All Asian people don't drive terrible, but a lot of them do. And I crack jokes about it. It's weird, though. And it's weird that. Because Kevin Hart is a comedian. Yes. So. It's weird because usually mm-hmm. comedians can say whatever. What they want. If and you're black, shows, he you said can't. that he said that joke on stage in front of, and I'm sure it was gay people in the, the audience, mm-hmm. and they laughed. And I've seen plenty. I you you know me. I watch and listen to a lot of a lot of comedy standups. That's something I do a lot of. Yeah. And it's so much racial jokes, it's so much mm-hmm. cultural jokes, and it, people laugh and go about their day. Yeah, and you move on, but but that's why I was so surprised. That's, but you know what? That's what's so dope about this. That was two thousand nine. From two thousand six to two thousand nine, Twitter was everything. There was famous people following you, talking to you, tweeting you. If you cracked a joke and you weren't famous, nobody cared. It was funny. Yeah. And people, regular people were being followed by famous people if you were funny. Right. Nobody cared. It wasn't about clout. It wasn't about, oh, I'm only going to follow this many people. I'm only going to follow famous. It was none of that. It was in its purest form. Yes. And that's what I like Twitter when I was on it is because you would see a lot of funny stuff. It yeah. also was news and stuff. And I like just writing things. And then it got to the point where people were telling me what I should be tweeting. And because you're an athlete, they think they control you. Yeah, and I was kind of over it. Twitter used to be so fun. And I feel so sorry for all these people that are going to be successful today and be held accountable for shit, funny shit they said at the time that was definitely funny and still funny right now, if you ask me. Right. It's goddamn ridiculous. So annoying. And I'm Kevin Hart, again, I'm proud of you. For saying, go fuck yourself. Go find you another monkey. Shit is ridiculous. Um, Next is... What do you got? Hold on, I gotta scroll through. Uh, Lots of Kevin Hart. Uh, People are asking if you're going to give this NFL thing one more try. Are you going to retire? Have you thought about it? Do you know what you're going to do? Do you want? Do you want to say? You can lie if you want. I, I don't really. <laughs> I don't really think about it too much until I'm, it's the season is over. I have thought about it, and you know what? You know how I've been thinking. But I'm gonna really think about it when the season is over, and then uh, handle it. Then that's the only way I can go about it. 
Okay, people are asking, well, not people. Um, that that was that way biz who asked that. And now Bizzo 30k asked, I know you and Brent are done with the NFL, but has he gave thought to coaching or commentating? I think he still has so much to offer the game. Man, you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I've been getting a lot, like even in training camp and just people telling me, hey, you even say it. And I'm like, you would be like a good coach. You would have to change coaching, though. You can't be up there all day, every day. I would but I don't, I don't see home. myself as a coach. I, I don't agree with, like what you just said. I don't agree with how long they're up there. I don't agree with their methods. I don't agree with them being not accepting, like, rest and recovery is the key to everything. Having, like, they, yeah. they, they're, like, stuck in the Stone Ages in football, believing that more is better. Mm-hmm. And me, I can deal with a lot. I can handle a heavy, heavy workload just because whatever, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of players on the team that are worn down. Mm-hmm. Worn down. And it's been like that on any team that I've been on. And coaches don't seem to care. And they wonder why the team starts to gain sluggish. They wonder why players aren't excited to practice or excited to do things. Right. It's because they're tired. And you guys do the dumbest shit I've ever seen. You beat the shit out of the players in training camp. Training. And then you say, here's 16 games. Training camp. Like, why is it still a training? What Like, you can have us up there, like, for whatever reason. But why, why, why is it still? Why are we in training camp from 8 o'clock in the morning? To 9 o'clock. To 9, sometimes 9.30 at night. Why? I think it's because your coaching staff, all coaching staffs in the entire NFL, have to justify being there. I've already told you this plenty of times. Y'all don't need all them damn coaches. They don't do a goddamn thing. This is ridiculous. So they want to justify why they're making their money. So they got to be up there all day, which means you niggas got to be up there all day. And that's it. They try to make this sport so complicated and sound so crazy to these fans because they have no clue what's going on. But at the end of the day... They're going to run it, or they're going to pass it. And you got to tackle to do with the ball. That's it. That's you, it. you teach your plays. People are going to know those plays. People know all the plays after OTH. All of them. So, what do we, you know, so it's just this whole bunch of stuff that I can't agree with to be a coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't agree with it either. And could you imagine me as your wife when you're a coach? And I oh, my God. I don't agree with why, and then it makes me think, like, and I worry about, like, the coaches, like, why don't they ever want to go home? They hate their wives. I love coming home. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say they hate their wives, but, you know, I got really close with a bunch of wives from um, the Dolphins team and now here, and, I, you know, I'm learning that, you know, they're very miserable. They're very upset because at least you guys get a half a day off on Monday and all day Tuesday. Those coaches are up there every day. I know. And their wives and their kids are missing them. And I they're know. so miserable and sad. And bitches is not getting any dick. And they missing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They missing their whole kid's life. Like, why? Why are they up there all day? That's what I'm saying. It makes no fucking sense. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so uh, D dot E-A-U-D-R-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-
What is your advice to a single female athlete in regards to dating? Is it safe to say that most men are not open to supporting the lifestyle of a full-time athlete? I'm currently training in a winter sport in to compete internationally. Well, I can speak to this. Yeah, you can. When I played um, professional basketball, I was playing overseas mm -hmm. and wasn't no man coming to see me. He wasn't going to live over there with me. He wasn't going to be cooking me breakfast or lunch or dinner while I go out and make the, get the bacon and bring it home. Right. Niggas is not trying to be what the women are. Right. They're not. And mm -hmm. you said a big part of that is because the women don't make as much money as the men make professionally in sports. True. So it's almost like you need two incomes. True. And, and so that's a big part of it, but it also has a lot to do with a man not being capable of just supporting his wife like a woman does. Like you. I don't work. This is work. I do things, but I don't have an actual job. Right. And even if you weren't making what you're making now, it would be enough for me to not work. And there's no shame in me sitting at home waiting for you. But somehow there's shame in a man sitting at home waiting for his woman to get home and catering to her and nurturing her like a woman would do for a man. Because it's not in a man's nature. Yeah, you can. There's Mr. Moms everywhere. There's niggas that stay home, they get the kids up, get them breakfast and take them to school. They can. Yeah. And like, it's not saying it's not a man not shaming a man that doesn't. I'm saying that not, like men are looked at as providers, protectors. Yeah, you can still provide. You provide me some food when I get the fuck home. <laughs> that just doesn't sound right. Good luck, Deidre, girl. Is I know why. It was, I mean, for you, you were just waiting for me the whole time. So, <laughs> like, that stuff didn't matter. Like, you just knew that I was waiting. It was you was waiting for me. So it was gonna to be tough. Oh my God. I get it. I Here get you it. go. I understand your struggle. Z Bono T D B O. Z B O N O T D B O said talk about them boys and your playoff thoughts. What boys? The Cowboys. Oh. Cowboys on a five game win streak. Um it's looking a little catfish to me, but I can't hate because you still got to win every game. Doesn't matter who's playing, who's injured, who played bad or good. You got to play the games. And the Cowboys have won five in a row. Yeah. They beat the Redskins twice. Yeah. They beat the uh, Eagles. Yeah. And they beat the 49ers. Yeah. And the Saints. That's a good win. Good win. Um, do you see the them in... Super Bowl contention. I do. Well, I mean, you got to respect it. It's the NFL. The playoffs, anything can happen. That's mm -hmm. the cool thing about the NFL playoffs. And they do have a good formula. If this defense holds up when they're playing, they had that good game against the Saints, which shows their defense can be real at times. And they obviously can run the ball. And those two right there is enough to – to win games. Win games, but in order to win a Super Bowl, your quarterback has to play good. And they got to make some plays, yeah. Yeah, Dak, um, I'm going to give Dak average, and uh, he plays more above average than average. Yeah, but I he's, still don't he's think good. he has enough. I don't know. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's if it, what it is. I, I feel like they're a one-trick pony now that they've gotten um, Cooper. What do you mean? They throw the ball to him a lot. I mean. A whole lot. And we all know, just like a run game, if you have a running back that's, 
you know, you run the ball out, you know, teams can load up the box and stop that. So if they double Amari, if they put a safety up top every single time, you have to figure out other ways to win the games. We haven't seen that yet. So I would like to see a defense come in and shut Amari Cooper down. Not shut him down, but you know what I'm saying? Slow up that and see what Dak does then. See if he's still capable of getting the ball to the other receivers before I say that they're bound for the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a fair assessment. He, he generally throws picks whenever, you know, shit gets shaky. Yeah, I mean, that's a good that's a good um, negative. You know, you, mm-hmm. could, you could point that. I'm just saying, with a good defense and a good run game, you always can control the clock. And at least, even if you're playing a high-powered team, you can at least make it where they're just not scoring every time they touch the ball. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> there are – well, I'm going to take Minnesota out of the, the, the category. The teams in the NFC that they would have to get by would be um, Chicago – I yeah. see them beating them. Seahawks. Seahawks, man. Seahawks are doing some things. I wasn't paying no, any attention to them. And now, like, I've seen them winning games. They, they're on a little streak. Mm-hmm. They're running the hell out of the ball. Yes. They still play pretty good And defense. Russell, even though even when they're shittiest games, Russell Wilson always just makes big plays. That's he what I'm saying. I, that was my last point. Oh, and sorry. They, that's cool. <laughs> They, it was you. You made my last point. Russell Wilson is like an X factor. It might not always be. Oh, he threw for three fifty. It might be like last last uh, on Monday, Monday night, night. He had like a 50, 60 yard run. Like you know stuff yeah. like that is like what the fuck is X factor. He finds shit. ways. Yeah. So. Um, they would have to beat New Orleans in New Orleans. Tough. And then L.A. in the Coliseum. Tough. So do you think they can get by? Any of the, which team do you think they can get by? Bears? Trubisky? Yeah, I, I pick them because of Trubisky, but I could see them losing to the Bears too. Seahawks. I'm picking the Seahawks. Mm. Uh, New Orleans. I'm picking New Orleans. LA. Picking LA. Well, there it is. Uh, moving on. Uh, sketching Hand <laughs> 7. What up? That's the homie. Uh, could you talk about how the Patriots lost to Miami? Sick. First of all, how is it that the Patriots always seem to split with Miami? You were there for three years. You did it there, too. How is it always happening? Well, Miami usually has a good roster. It just Ryan Tannehill's the quarterback. <laughs> I wasn't even yeah. Miami has a good roster. They match up really well. We always match up well with them, but they have Tom Brady. And they have Bill Belichick and Andrew put out. But when we are in Miami, when we're in Miami, we usually just have a good game against them. I don't, I don't know why, what it could be. Like, just because we're obviously teams in the AFC East are built since the Patriots have been on top of the league for 100 years. They're built to beat that team. So when they get them at home, they go for it. It just, it just something happens. And, and, and it seems that every, and maybe something's in Brady's head when he feels that Miami sun. See that beach, you know, it just throws him off a little bit. I don't know. So but he actually had a good game. He had a really good game. They um, lost by one on the Miami Miracles. Tannehill throwing the ball uh, to, was it Kenny Stills? I don't know who he threw it to. Anyway, a bunch of laterals took place. And this was the first time that I can say that I've seen Belichick out-schemed. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. He thought there was going to be a Hail Mary. Ryan Tannehill. Hail Mary, 
and he put Gronk in, took out a DB. I thought that was a terrible decision. I feel like he should have took a lineman out or something. You don't take a DB out for a deep ball. But he did that, put Gronk in, and it happened to be Gronk playing safety on Kenyon Drake for the touchdown. And Gronk, <laughs> oh, my God, he looked so fucking garbage. Gronk does not move. At Gronk all. moves like an over. Yeah. Uh. The big mistake is, yeah, that play was, I think it would have had to be about a 75-yard bomb and catch. So when it's that far, they're usually not going for the hell. Right. So it's kind of odd to see that mistake from a team like the Patriots to call that. But, I mean, shit happens, you know, what people say. But in that situation, with that many yards, you should not have put – Gronk in the game. Now, if they were on like the 50 or the 45 and they were just going to take a shot, and you're like, all right, Gronk, just stand there. If it's high, you know, you can body somebody and bat it down. I kind of get it. He's huge. He can put a body on somebody. He's tall. You know, things like that. But in space, you don't want Gronk on the field. Gronk looks so bad. So so Gronk and, and Tom Brady are arguably the worst athletes in the NFL. <laughs> you can't put Gronk. Yeah, I can. Gronk, Especially after that play? Yes, the fuck I can. I feel you. So, what does that say about the NFL? That says that football is it's just a do-as-you-told league. Like it's, it's, If you've got a quarterback, you're running around. you got to look at it like this. And that's why I don't understand all the hype about receivers. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Like you're, They're getting a route. They're told what to run. Right. That they have somebody throwing them the ball that knows exactly when they're supposed to break and exactly when they're supposed to be at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And if you can catch a ball and you have a great quarterback thrown to you, you will have great numbers. Period. That's it. And, and, if, you're, it, and if you're Antonio Brown and the, you push off every time, you well, should have players. All receivers push off. Yes, who pushes off the most? Antonio Brown does push off a lot, but they all do. It's so crazy that, and that's another reason why I don't understand why uh, people get hyped about offensive numbers. Like they really should catch all the balls. They should. Oh man! So this this whole Miami miracle thing—it's almost coming across as if it's the Dolphins Super Bowl. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Yeah, I hate when people... I, you know what I mean? I, I don't like when people get too hyped about regular season wins. Like, yeah. It's, it's cool to be excited and be hyped, but... All right. It's... What are they? Seven and six? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, bro. You know what I mean? Like, all right, let's let's we got to win next week, too. Let's enjoy this for a little bit, but let's not act like... And then it's like, it's embarrassing a little bit because it's the Patriots, and it's kind of like, they beat y'all all the time. That's what I'm saying, and then you, you never also, win the division If ever. I'm the Patriots, I'm like, look at these guys, These fucking bums. They have what they want. They're right. so excited. You know what I mean? Like, I, they had to I get can't get nobody to that, to beat us. Yeah. I can't get nobody that. It's embarrassing a little bit. Be hype you won, of course, but not over. Yes, um... Bubba Carter 23 said, talk about Tom Brady and him declining play and how he should have retired last year. Damn. 
That's what he said. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been saying Tom Brady doesn't look right, but I think he's still balling. Mm, I see it. I didn't say he should retire. I just said he's declining. It seems to be a decline. We about to see. The part, of the reason, come. part of the reason that I see that decline is because, you know, he, he's not even attempting to move anymore. Once you've given up on movement, Tom Brady used to shift up in the pocket a little bit. He might even scramble a little bit and get the ball off. Now, if there's any smoke, he going down. He huh. just going to curl up in a fetal position and allow you to touch him. Tom Brady looks like he has very limited muscular. <laughs> like, yeah. Know, yeah. So it's that, that limits his movement. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to move. That's not what we expected. Can he still throw the ball? Yes. All right. <laughs> the fake chef DJ202 said, what's up with the bum-ass skins not calling cap? Dude, they just got, uh, they just got, although black, just came from a rec league flag football or some shit. <laughs> Hey, bro, we, we talked about this. They not sign. They lie. You know, they lied to say that they uh, called Cap and um, talked to him about coming in, but then they just decided not to bring him in. And he said, you did the fuck not. Damn. Y'all didn't call me. Y'all didn't reach out to me. Y'all didn't tweet me. Y'all didn't DM me. What? You didn't call my agent. Nothing. They just tried to get some good vibes for the friend. They tried to lie and say they reached out to my guy. Like, it wasn't social media out here. Like, he couldn't just put out a tweet and say, they that's just... a lie. Need to come out and say we not signing Cap because we feel like he's gonna fuck our bread up. Yes, that's it. Even though our team's name is the Redskins, <laughs> this the is Red all Skin. karma. The Redskins. All this is karma, I believe. Um. Mm, uh, D D B no J B blessed J B underscore blessed underscore nine zero one said. Uh, y'all should discuss a difference between a great player versus an average player who's in a great system. Oh, we can do that. Who you want to give an example of? Because I could give an example. Go ahead, you give an example. No, this is your game. Who you want to give? I'm not even going to use a. I'm just saying a great player versus an average player in a great system. Mm -hmm. A great player is a great player. Like, he could be in any system. Like you. What an example. Yeah. You're brilliant. You've, you've been on three different teams. He flourished on can, all three. He can ball. He can do things that other people can't do. Mm-hmm. Never mind numbers. Never mind what the after the game, what the box score says, and, and all this analytical stuff that people thrive off of now. It goes off. A great player is when you see that player play, it's like, damn. Nobody else can do what he's doing. Or very few people can do what he's doing. A good player in a great system, it has skills. And you see a lot of people do what he can do. But he's in a great system, so he's putting up crazy numbers. And now people are calling him, like, amazing. Yeah. <coughs> Michael Thomas. Oh, um, <clears throat> what is this here? Uh... Scannon19 says, what are your thoughts on the Redskins hiring Mark Sanchez? We already talked about that. Instead of going after Kaepernick. Also, since you're a Rams fan, do you think they will run the table? Their defense, although Star said it seems to be rough, and do they want to do what they want to do? Pretty good show. Thanks. The Rams, what are you thinking? I still believe in the Rams. You do? 
Yeah, last game was pretty tough to watch. Yikes. Because you know I was tough because the homie was over here, AJ, and he was, he was throwing some shade at your team. Talking cash shit. And I was home. defending your team because I really believe in him. And then that happened, and now he got unlimited ammo for you. Yeah, they just shit the bed. I mean, you can't not score. This is part of the reason that I feel that golf is definitely uh, probably out of the MVP talks. Just because of that game? Yeah. You can't come up and you can't not that score a touchdown. That is a bad game. That was a yeah. bad game. Yeah, you can't come up and do that. You everybody has bad games, and 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 we're gonna get into the MVP talk too now because it obviously is Drew Brees and Mahomes, and although Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback, he's never won the MVP. Really? Yeah, he's never won, and um, I think that Mahomes should be the MVP because. He has played better, first of all, even in the losses. That's the difference. Whenever the, the Saints have lost, Drew Brees, Drew Brees has shit the bed. He's played terrible. Mm -hmm. So you can't just blame it on somebody else or the defense or whatever. You, as the quarterback, have all the control and all the power. I don't you care. Do. You're the, you're the game is in your hands. So Mahomes has played better in their losses than Drew Brees has played in his losses. That's all I got. Right now. Yeah. That could change. we got three more games left. But right now, my MVP is Mahomes. Um, even though he's a rookie, he's doing everything right. He did a no-look pass. Fuck yes. you, me. Yeah, he's dope. See, that's, he got that's swag. stuff. Like, stuff like Aaron Rodgers does and what he does is a great player. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what he does. So, But, yeah, uh, I would take Mahomes, too. He's doing crazy stuff. He's putting up crazy numbers. He's extremely talented. He's mm -hmm. was making the Chiefs ball like this. So he's got a lot of good weapons. No, no shade to that, but clear. a lot of people, when you say something about weapons, they you're always talking about how they don't use them all. He uses everybody. He uses, he uses everything. He doesn't just throw to the same guys every week. You know. Yeah, you take Mahomes. I mean, you can make your points for Drew Brees too, but I'm taking Mahomes. Yeah. Um, their schedule, they've got the Eagles Sunday, Sunday night. Who? Uh, the, the Rams. The Rams have the Eagles. Eagles Sunday night. Then they got the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. So, the, uh, the Eagles, this should be three wins for real. Should be three wins. The Eagles are not playing well. They probably know their season is a wrap, so you jump on them early, maybe they'll, you know, you know how that goes. You know how that shit go. And then the Cardinals and the 49ers are both weak this year. Just keeping yeah. it real. Just keeping it real. I think the Rams are for sure going to, um, if nothing, at best, tie with the Saints. Yeah. And they lose the tiebreaker. And they'll have to play the NFC Championship in New Orleans in the Dome. That's tough. The only way that doesn't happen is if the Saints lose one of their games. And I'm pulling it up now just to be certain. If it's the Steelers. I believe it's the Steelers. In Pittsburgh, that is a big game. Yeah, hold on one second. So, it is the Steelers. It's this Sunday. They play the Steelers on Sunday? This Sunday in the Dome. And then they... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. no. They got Carolina. Monday night. Carolina. Monday night. Then... Pittsburgh in the Dome. The, the Carolina game is the in Carolina, mm -hmm. Monday night. P 
Pittsburgh at home, and then they finish Carolina okay. at home. All three winnable games. All three winnable, but two division games. And even though the Panthers are on a... It's a division game. It's a division game. And the Panthers got, you know, they still got a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, we're going to see. Which of the young Laker players do you see not fitting in eventually will end up being traded? This is Ju Jones Pretty. Uh, I'm going to go with Ingram. That's what I was going to say. You already know I've been saying get rid of him. I don't see. I'm not saying he's a flat out bum, but I see. Like I feel like Kuzma fits better. Yeah, Kuzma's just it's, he's making it happen. He's playing. He's meshing well with LeBron. What you don't want to do is not mesh well with LeBron. You do not. Do That's that. what you don't want to do. And he's not meshing well with LeBron. He's coming off very um, mellow in his prime without the game. Yeah, that's, that's how a good. That's up. a good. Um, yeah, everybody compares him to Durant. I think his game's closer to Melo, but not. He's not a. I don't trust. He's not. He's not a bucket. He's not a bucket. Melo was a bucket. Melo. It's so sad that how Melo's career is ending because mm-hmm. Melo was very nice. Very nice, and he's just a shell of himself now. But Ingram is not a bucket. Not ever. Not no. like Melo. No. Yeah. No. He's not a bucket at all. No, he can score. Mm, I don't believe in it. Damn. Damn, I done lost my place. Uh, Sorry, you guys. Okay, here we go. Oh, we talked about the past tweets. Okay. Talked about that. Um, the Eagles. The fall of your hometown team. This is MRHD93. The Eagles fucking up. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, Derrick Henry the monster. I don't know who's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is the running back for the Titans that had a 99 yard touchdown. Oh, okay. Good, good on him. Moving on. The Eagles fucking up. What happened to the Eagles? Um, you yes. have to. Can we talk about this? Can we even say this? What? The, the Eagles wanted me to come? The to Eagles you? was begging. To trade you. They tried to get you before you signed with the Bucks. Yeah, they did. And you didn't go. Well, the team refused to trade you. Yeah. Their secondary is struggle city. The secondary is struggling. Their offense isn't clicking injuries. like it did. They had a lot of injuries. They well, Last year what made them go to me is they could run the ball. Mm-hmm. And that opened up play action passes. And that's what they did. Right. But this year, it seems like their running game is off. Uh, their running back got hurt early. Uh, their deep threat got hurt early. Like, their team just got major injuries. Their secondaries broke up. They had Their secondary hasn't been playing well really all year. Mm-hmm. So, it's just a combination of things. Mm-mm-mm. It was looking good. Mm-hmm. What else is on here? Okay, so the rest of this is a lot of the same stuff. Let me go to some topics that I have because we have a little bit of time. We got we had a minute and six right now. Let's see. What else did I write down? Uh, I wanted to talk to you about this, Brent. Um, okay. Odell Beckham Jr. spends $300,000 a year on his bod. 300 k On his body. On what? Lotion. 
Hair, hair dye. <laughs> Lip balm. Yo, people be spending a lot of money. What know. is your opinion of people that spend... First of all, I have to let people know this about you. You don't ice. Mm -mm. You don't sauna. Nope. You don't hot tub. Nope. You don't massage. Nope. You don't acupuncture. Nope. What? <laughs> when the game is over, what is your best way to recover from the car crash that you had every have on every Sunday. You're right, this is really complicated. I know. Guys. It's always complicated, but you give it to me. I tend to drink a lot of water mm -hmm. and then go to sleep. <laughs> there it is. That's it? There it is. Water and sleep. Water and 35 sleep. years old. Water Chasing around the fastest, arguably the, mo the second most athletic player well, actually, the first most probably outside of maybe the DN, but the receiver is probably one of the most athletic players on the offense. Mm -hmm. Chase them around all game, and most players come out of the locker room. I'm talking about no, before they even come out, they iced up, ice bags everywhere. Yeah, they got to get in the cold tub, hot tub, acupuncture, massage, um, goddamn MRI. Niggas need cortisol. What is it called? Cortisone. Cortisone shots. Just uh, the T one. A Tordol. Tordol. People do need Tordol. Like every game. A bag of pills. A bag of pills every day. I refuse, bro. I'm going to just drink some water. And then I'm going to get some sleep. And that's it. And that's it. 13 years. That's it, bro. I'm going to just... And before, it wasn't a lot of water. You... you I changed on, your whole day. <laughs> Now it's a lot of water and sleep, bro. I, I really don't know. I guess I'm just blessed. But it's people that do so much stuff. And I always get questions, especially when, like, somebody new comes to the team or I go to a new team. They're like, so, bro, what, how you, what do you be doing? Like, how you be moving like that? And, you know, you always seem, like, energized. And I'm like, bro, I just drink water and go to sleep. And they think I'm lying to them, but I'm not. Oh, my God. Um, Kevin Durant, this happened last week and we didn't really get to talk about it because it was after I recorded, but Durant said playing with LeBron is toxic and he can see why someone would want to play with him. Toxic? Yeah, he's basically saying that LeBron has the media by the balls. They're always up his ass 24-7 if you're the Robin on his team and if you don't play well, they're going to blame you. The heat is always on you because LeBron does nothing wrong. He's everything. All he told me is he ain't coming to the Lakers. That's all. He ain't coming to the Lakers. He's but, a pussy. Uh, and first of all, if you went to the Warriors, you might as well go to the Lakers. Nigga. You went over there because there was no pressure. You knew you were going to win over there. You knew that it was going to be easy to the finals. And you don't like pressure. Neither does Paul George. Neither does uh, what's the nigga name that went to the to the Sixers? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Why? Why would you want to play with LeBron? Well, Jimmy Butler got traded. He asked to be traded. He could have went any fucking where he wanted. Remember, this is the NBA. Oh, well, I guess. I feel like Kevin Durant is salty because LeBron built a school and it was national news. LeBron, Kevin Durant built a playground, all types of shit in Oklahoma. Nobody talks about it. 
Nobody cares. You know why? Because you lost three to one and you went to the team that you lost three up three to one to and they were 73 and nine and lost to the fucking Cavs. And then you went over to that team and all of a sudden now you want to talk about you're the greatest player in the league right now. Bitch, nigga, prove it. Okay? Yeah, you look gr- even greater with Kevin, with Steph Curry bringing a ball up. Clay Thompson, two of the best shooters we've ever seen in our life. And you got one of the best Swiss Army knives we've ever seen. Right. Come the fuck on, Kevin. Yeah. I, I we let you. Pa- we gave him a pass, bro. When he went over, I said it's your decision. You know what I'm saying? I didn't hate the nigga for going, but then when you got over, you started King Kong beating your chest and shit. Now you talking shit about LeBron don't got no haters in the media. Are you drunk? I was about to. Say, what I was gonna say when you was reading that, I'm like, LeBron gets a lot of hate from me. <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot of pressure, but it does. It it does. You're you're on LeBron's team. It's gonna come like you just said. It's going to come with pressure because you're always in the media's eyes because LeBron is on the team. Mm-hmm. LeBron's on the team. You're already one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. So you're going to get a lot of scrutiny, a lot of pressure. I think he don't want to play with LeBron because he knows if they play together, niggas going to be like, yep, it's clear now who the best player in the league is. It's crystal clear now. And LeBron is definitely the best player. He's so Ralph Tresvant, I swear to God. He wanted to be the best player in the league so bad, but when Steph Curry was out, guess what the Warriors' record was? Um, seven and seven. For real? Mm-hmm. And he's supposed Steph to be the best. Who the best then? Who the best then? I think Steph is more important to the team. Way more important. You, but what, they, what they're saying is like uh, just a pure player. Like if you were just getting one player to rank, like because he's six, he's seven feet tall, can shoot, can handle. Relatively well. All the things he needs to get off don't work without Steph. We saw it in Oklahoma. We saw him with another dope player. Yeah. And he would rather take the easy route. Well, he got Steph on the team. Yeah. We all know what Steph did. Shut up. Yeah, I ain't even going to get you started on Steph because you're going to start talking crazy about him. And I'm trying to be nice right now. I'm trying to be nice to your little homie because he didn't came back. We're going to see y'all on Christmas. Hopefully he's still healthy by then. Oh, my. See, there it is. (laughs) There it is. You can't even go without saying something about him getting hurt. What is it? Why? Leave me alone, man. Maybe if you left me alone, I I wouldn't I should have brought up Steph. My bad. My bad. Thank you. Draymond, um, well, the, the Warriors played the Cavs last week, and Draymond said, we came in tonight and got rid of the rest of the champagne fumes. <laughs> Draymond's so petty. First of all, why are you bragging about beating this year's Cavs? I don't know. He's so petty. What? Why? What are you it's, getting out of that? They're so sorry. What are you getting out of that? You know what I'm saying? And that's what I feel like shit like that is why y'all going to have problems. He talks too much. He done won enough championships now that he feels like he's invincible. Like, I mean, if you win three championships, you're going to start feeling yourself. And Draymond already was a shit talker. He was a fat mouther already. And now he's going to continue to fat mouth and just say the most dumbest, disrespectful shit. And it's going to come to the point where I feel like people just aren't going to want to play with him anymore. It's going to be like, yeah, you good, but you mad annoying. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I can see him being like that. But I think this the team is good because their best player is like 
shit off. Like he just having fun. It looked yeah, like. Steph don't ever say nothing until you you start comparing him to. Yeah, now he got to put his goddamn foot down. All right, last topic. So I was I follow Sean King. Uh, uh, you know who that is, right? Uh, activists for us folks. Um, he posted a post that said he basically been writing posts and saying what he's looking for in a president who he wants to back. He has a lot of followers. He has a lot of votes he can get you. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about all these things that he wanted a president. And then he finally posted something that said, tag somebody or say who you wish could be the president. It doesn't have to be a political person, anything like that. Just anybody you think will run the country well. Obviously, nobody said me, but that didn't stop me from commenting and saying, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> now, I got one person that said, no, you be you stink. A couple of people said no, because then I would ban dairy and meat. <laughs> and I said I would not. No, I would not. I would simply make it a law to list all the true ingredients on food. Mm, you know, all of true. them. Not just regular food, fast food as well. And then there were several people, several that said they would love to see me as president. What do you think America will be like with Miko as president? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, you t- I don't know. That would be... I don't think you could be the president. I would lead in. As soon as they swear me in, I would say 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> you can't. You're not political at all. Assassinated the You're next day. You're not political. You, you, he's not. I'm going to keep it too real. Yeah, you and can't. That's, that's why I said you can't be a politician. I would keep it extremely real. I would tell them all the things that I know are bullshit. I would tell them we ain't land on no goddamn moon. But in a way, I think it would be good. I feel like if people, I don't know if it would be good or not because I've always learned that some people, they don't want to know the truth. They like living in their bubble. They like eating dairy and not knowing that it causes cancer. They like drinking uh, uh, tap water and using toothpaste with fluoride because they don't know fluoride is slowly becoming the number one killer of of American people all of a sudden. Our water is so bad, Brent. I've been doing a lot of research on fluoride, and that's why I've been doing the whole charcoal toothpaste thing with age and everything. Like Fluoride is really bad, and it's in a lot of stuff. For no reason. I would tell the American people the truth all the time. I would say exactly what's going on. I would say there are about eight billionaires running this country. Eight of them. And the politicians are going to line up with them. You know why? Because they're here for a check. For a check. Just like everyone else. You play football for a check. For a check. Win or fucking lose, you're here for the check. Right. And so are the politicians. They're going to say whatever needs to be said to get in office and win and do whatever those rich people want them to do. And that's why you, I, I learned something last week when I saw Stacey Abrams and them saying all this nice shit to, to George Bush when he died. Like, get the fuck out of here. He is the reason that a lot of bad shit happened to black people in the 80s. And y'all over here w- wishing his family condolences. Suck my dick. Would you be sworn in an African guard? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely. I think people don't want change. 
They no, don't. they don't. They don't want to know the truth. They don't. I wonder people, if people do not want the truth. They do not want to change. I've always wondered, like, if I was a commissioner of the NFL, would the fans want to know the truth? If I sat there and told them the reason that Kirk Cousins got that contract is because he was legit the best option out there, and regardless as how average he is, because he's average, mm -hmm. then a bitch. Regardless as to how average he is, that team is going to win, meaning money. It doesn't matter if they don't get to a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if they make the playoffs. That contract is a win for that owner. You know why? Because no matter how bad he plays, they're going to fire some offensive coordinators, probably fire the coach, blame everybody else to force the fan base to believe, oh, it's not him. Well, give him a little more time in this offense. Right. They're going to milk these three years of guaranteed money out. And then still will probably re-sign him. Right. So would y'all even want to know the truth? That all they're really doing is is, is lying to y'all and making no. y'all believe niggas are dope when he's really just average and they only want ticket sales. He's a ticket seller. They've sold hope to you guys. That's it. No. People don't want to know the truth. People don't want to know that they're really, they really don't know what's going on with their favorite football team. No. Would the fans still support the owners when players lock out or when things go wrong that they don't like a player doing? Would they still support the owner if they knew the $6 hot dog that they buy, that the owner gets $6 for a $100 box? For 100 hot dogs in a box is $6. Mm. Frozen. Yeah, that's why I don't know why they're so quick to defend owners. I don't the owners are still pimping y'all. It's the only sport. I, I think it's the only sport where they defend the owners. Yeah. They literally defend the billionaire. That's just weird. <laughs> they don't want to know the truth. They don't. If white people knew police were their own gang and the job is to get and keep the jails full, preferably with black men, you don't need evidence. We'll plan it. Just make sure there's no snitching. And you have to murder a few of them for target practice or protect you. Would they still say blue lives matter? No. You don't think so? N not, yeah, they would actually, but they don't want to know that. If somebody created a search engine like Google mm -hmm. that you type in McDonald's Big Mac, Checkers French Fries, Mm -hmm. Taco Bell Mexican pizza and every ingredient comes out the pink matter the chemicals the poison that it's only 10% meat that the cheese is is gonna cause cancer would people still eat it that's a good question people it's out there now and people still eat it no, people don't believe that, Brent. They think it's a lie. They really, when they see the commercial and it says 100% beef, they believe that. They have no idea that the Food and Drug Administration, all these companies, I'll give you a perfect example of another way that you can see how badly commercialing is. When you see a commercial for makeup or hair dye, do you guys know that only 10% of that commercial, whatever they're saying on there has to be accurate? And they can say it. Well, you know what? I didn't know that until I met you. Yeah. They you can say, this me? hair dye is going to make your hair flawless. You want red? Here's red. All you got to do is rinse it one time and it's good. That's a lie. Right. <laughs> but they can say it. 
because our country allows lies in the media to sell products. Johnson & Johnson was making baby powder that was giving babies cancer. It's capitalism. Yeah. It's all about the money. Yeah. People don't want the truth. They want the lies. You don't want me for president. You Y'all like who's running and who's president. Y'all like is, living in a lie. The thing is with America in general, America is ran on capitalism. Right. Capitalism's greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. Correct. So it's always going to be a problem if it's ran capitalism. That's just how it goes. And you being a president would be, for some people, an amazing place. Because it would just be a bunch of truths put out there. Everybody would know the truth. Mm -hmm. And some people, it would be miserable. You know, and that's why people like politicians, because they're sold a dream, and they're sold lies, and they're sold that if you vote for me, everything is going to be amazing. When it's not. Not even close. We're just going to lie to you and make everything feel like it's amazing. But it's not going to be. So you just like what I say. You like what I say better than your other person. And that's why you're voting for me. But at the end of the day, it's going to be the same thing. Capitalism's greatest strength is capitalism's greatest weakness. Exactly why I say I don't know why people think there's a difference between a Republican and a Democrat. There isn't one. It's no. all lies. It's all, it's about, all bullshit. It's about that greed. The same things are going to happen. Exactly. If there's a Republican in office or a Democrat in That's office. That's what I feel. I feel like that all the time. That's why I swear I've tried multiple times, like, I'm like, all right, I'm a grown up. I need to start paying attention to politics. And the more I pay attention to it, the more I'm like, this is, you know, it's pretty much the same mm -hmm. all around. There's a few issues. You might get more taxes. You might get less taxes. You know, some things like that. But at the end of the day, it's all the same. The Pentagon is probably the most important building in the United States. Yep. And they said a plane crashed into it. Yeah. And have never seen or shown a video of said plane. Would people really want to know the truth? No, people don't want to know the truth. Because people literally still think a plane crashed into the Pentagon. <laughs> people don't want to know the truth to that because it shows people don't want to know the truth. Because the truth is out there and people don't even want to even give it a chance to look into it and use logic and reason to see that this possibly, this could possibly be the truth that they made this whole thing up. Mm -hmm. Well, that's enough truth for today. Miko for president. <laughs> Miko for president. I'm kidding. Um, that's the end of the show. I appreciate you guys all listening. Um, shout out Moose Cat Records for the editing. Shout out Loudspeaker. Shout out my baby daddy. And shout out all my listeners. I appreciate you guys. Once again, pass my link around if you fucking with me. And for my opinion, if I were choosing the king of R&B right now, it would absolutely be Ty Dolla Sign. And here's why. Peace. Girl, be yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with being ratchet. Being ratchet. You fit that ass up in them booty shorts. That's magic. Shorts, that's magic. You and them Alexander Wangs like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. You brought some homegirls with you for my partners. For my partners. I got some weed. I got some drink. Let's turn it, turn it up. I'm feeling you. You feeling me? So what the fuck? We ain't gotta play no games. You know I can't. And we both grown so. Girl, ain't nothing wrong
If we fuck on the first night, yeah. If we fuck on the first night, girl, don't make me wait. If we fuck on the first night. Tatted on your body Say you gon' get a cover with a butterfly Something That nigga broke your fucking heart Got that bitch pregnant That's why you used to fuck with girls I'ma turn you to a lesbian Let me put this dick back in your life And get you right You say your ex nigga never hit it right We ain't gotta play no games You know I can't Put them pretty lips on me Says I want you and you want me Let's fuck on the first night Yeah Fuck on the first night Girl, don't make me wait If we fuck on Driving in my car. What? Yeah, I had to go pick up Aiden from school. My mother-in-law was gonna pick him up, but she's not feeling good, so I had to come get him. All right. It's good though. Hey, nothing. What time you want me to call back? I'm recording right now from my phone. Unless you. Oh what? Yeah, we can re- we can record from here. Use the OG. You can record right from your phone. <laughs> bringing this podcast to another level. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to, man. I am trying to do it being my authentic self so I don't have to fucking, when I get wherever I'm trying to go, they can't Kevin Hart me, my nigga. Like, <laughs> oh, man, right? Because you know that's what they're going to try to do is Kevin Hart me. And that's, I, I was, 
I feel so bad for him, but I feel bad for anybody that's worked as hard as he has and got to still deal with people that didn't work hard to do nothing complaining about some shit he did a long time ago. But that's the thing, yo, that like, you know, it's, it's, it's this age of when, when does it become, when does it, when does it become old? When does it become, when can we say, yo, I was a child when that happened or that was 15 years ago, I wasn't mature enough. Like, we've all done dumb things. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to throw rocks at cars that was driving by. I think about that shit as an adult and I'm like, that had to been the dumbest shit of my life to do. Like, I could have caused somebody to have a 12 car accident, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, there's things that you do when you're younger or in your past that you would never do when you get older, when you when you become more mature, you, you get more common sense. And I feel like people should not be penalized for things that they might have done in an immature stage in their life, especially if they're willing to apologize and rectify it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I also it's, it's feel like, like... It's like the old Me Too movement. It's, it's like the old Me Too movement. Like a, a young boy, you know, might grab a girl's butt or, or bosom in junior high school and then he gets penalized when he's 52 years old yeah it's really sad and, and it's not even the thing about it is even though he said these tweets and these you know whatever we all set, are guilty of being what you would consider racist or something when you're in the comfort of your own friends and in 2009 that's exactly what twitter was all celebrities used to follow regular people. Like they would talk yeah. to you. Like everybody was having a good fucking time in 2009 on Twitter. And now it is fuckboy filled. And so now it's like you you said you said something 2009. Then as you mature, you realize shit's getting real. You don't already apologize. The nigga don't apologize so many times for the tweets already. There's like fucking videos of him doing interviews and saying like, man, look at how much I've grown. I was such a fucking knucklehead. You know, all this shit and nobody cares. They're still like, well, no, apologize again. That's something weird about that. There's something very weird about that. But it's like, it's like almost like the word retarded, right? I just found out maybe like last year that that wasn't suitable to right. say. But at one point in time, it was suitable to say. So do I get penalized for saying someone was retarded? at one point in time because now it's being disrespectful and insensitive. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We was all saying it's faggot like in 2009. Everybody was saying faggot on Twitter in 2009. We all were. And well, that's what's so creepy. No. <laughs> all the... I'm just, I know I was. I'm guilty of it. I'm very guilty of using that word and I still use the word in private. I ain't... I, I can say it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't do it in public because I found out that people I care about, it offends them. And that's important to me. Not these nobodies that I don't even know who these motherfuckers are on social media. If people I know, it offends them, then I change my behavior. But because of society, because of what people say, like nigga, you ain't supposed to say nigga either. I say nigga every day. But see, the thing is this, Nico, this is the thing. It's like this thing where now if you, if, if you, if you don't wear this mask, you will get penalized. Wear this mask or lose your job, period. So, meanwhile, you could be somebody that's very homophobic or very racist, but you just can't do it in the open. Right. They 
they want you to closet. You have to closet yourself now. You have to wear a mask. And my thing is, like, shouldn't we accept people to be who they are now? If you're going to penalize them later, whatever. But we should promote people to be who they are. Like, yeah. a, you're a racist, be a racist. You're homophobic, be homophobic. The same way I promote people that if you're gay, go ahead, be gay, be happy. If you're black, be happy, be yeah. black. If you're, if you're KKK, go ahead, be happy. But the thing is, is that when you piss people off now, a, a large group of people, now you will lose funding and whatever you're doing, you can lose your company, you can lose your family. It's just, it's crazy. It's just, you cannot offend anyone. This is the land of do not offend. If you offend me, you will lose your job. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just dangerous land. It's a land where you got to tread lightly. And the thing is, is that some of these people are being themselves and you want them to not be themselves. You're like, you don't say that word and you don't ever say it again. Like, for instance, it took me a minute to realize. I said, yo, you know what? Nigga, it's just a word. I will not ever let words offend me. I yeah. don't. I don't. Yeah, like, and I don't like, yeah, somebody says. Yeah, candy store. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, when I was younger in the candy store, we, there was like a line that used to be outside, so I tried to skip the line. Let's call it from a federal prison. The guy was like, oh, you can't skip the line, but what it was, the candy store, if you was above a certain age, you could skip the line. And then the kid, so he didn't know that I was above that age. So he was like, back up, you fucking nigger. Like, man, oh. hard. And I was like, that was the first time somebody ever, like a white person ever called me a nigger. And I was like, what? And I was mad offended. I wanted to fight, but then as I got old, I had to realize that, yo, you know what? You can't offend me with your words. You cannot do it. I will not allow it anymore because at that moment, I could have turned around and tried to and tried to do something to him or something, and I would have ended up in jail. The judge wouldn't care that he called me a nigga. Yeah, that's true. You understand? So I had to understand that, like, I got to just say certain words and stuff like that. I can't let it bother me, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, but at the same time now, if you say anything, if you say your true feelings, your true feelings will get you in some trouble. And that's really sad. That's truly, truly sad. And it's confusing because what are we saying? Are we saying that people aren't allowed to change and grow? Is that what you're saying? Like yeah, whatever you what, said in your past, saying. that's it. That's who you are. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Cause see, when you were 17, you didn't have a degree. You understand? You didn't have a college degree, Yeah. but then you got one. You understand? Your education changed. No one cares. No one cares no more. They don't care that when you were, that's why I said something to that effect on Facebook one time. I said, yo, man, when I was young, I used to really say derogatory things towards a lot of women. And I apologize because I see a lot of these women that I grew up with are wonderful mothers. They taking care of their kids. They doing this. Who was I to judge what she was doing sexually when she takes care of all her business? The way that woman had sex is none of my business. The same way the way a man had sex with another man is none of my business. The way a woman had sex with a man or whatever it might be, it's none of my business. What's wrong with the world is everybody is minding their fucking business. Nobody wants to mind their business. And, and when you don't mind your business, you become offended about shit that doesn't even bother you. Because if another man is having sex with another man, how the fuck could that affect me? Yeah, it cannot affect business. me. It's none of my business. It's not your dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why people gotta mind their business. If people start minding their business, the earth would be so great. So great. Yeah. I saw a dude in here, a dude in here last week clapped when he seen me going in the shower. He said, I seen you skip this college from a federal prison. He said, I but hey, you didn't shower yesterday. I said, wait up, bro. You counting my showers? 
You, you watching me on when I go to motherfucking sterilize my balls? You dig what I'm saying? Nigga, that's why creepy. Would that, why fucking would that creepy. You? You're not my bunkie. Like, I could see if my bunkie said something and said he smelled me or something. Right. But, nope, that smell that happened. So why would it offend you? It doesn't offend you. You're just minding your business. Stop minding your fucking business. You know what I mean? Yeah. My goodness. Um, did you see any of Grammy Grammy nominations that came out? Uh, yeah, I heard about some of them. Yeah, I seen them on the news and stuff. What is your opinion? What did you think about it? I don't pay attention to the Grammys like that shit. It's for people who are looking for social acceptance. I don't care about social acceptance. You got to remember, I'm the person that came on social media and told people about me having STDs. I don't give a fuck about social acceptance. <laughs> if you care about social acceptance, then you care about winning the Grammy. Then you care about that because it's a social accolade. You understand? The Grammys don't give a fuck about black people. Black people shouldn't give a fuck about the Grammys. You understand? Y'all mm. don't talk that Stop. shit. Motherfuckers are not showing up for the BET Awards, the Soul Train Awards, the people who really care about them, but they're going to be at the Grammys with their best outfit on just to lose. You know what I mean? But you couldn't show up to the BET Awards, you couldn't make it to the Soul Train Awards or whatever awards. It's like, man, go where you celebrate it. Stop trying to want to be accepted. Black people been trying to be accepted by white people for the longest. You understand? And that's why this goes on when you hear people talking about good hair and bad hair. Just because your hair is straight, that doesn't necessarily mean you got good hair. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Jesus had hair of wool. You all of y'all Christians, why y'all got dreads? Why y'all don't want hair of wool? You understand? Because <laughs> you want to be socially accepted. You want to be socially accepted. I'm not here for that. I don't care about social acceptance. That's for y'all. Damn. Well, a lot of people care. I mean, did you? I mean, you probably saw or heard about because I know y'all niggas be on Google and shit. But um, did you see that Cardi B like of, like publicly broke up with Offset? And that's yeah, you, you think that. you think that she like like this is my thing. Once you put the public in your business, once you start living your life for their approval, for their yeses and nos and likes and comments, then you have to then uh, announce a breakup like she did. And I just feel like, damn, I'm so glad that I'm rude and I'm mean the way I am, and I don't like people in my business. Like I'm, I just, I would hate to have to announce that me and my nigga broke up. See, the thing with that is. I don't understand why you got to announce to these people that you broke up. That's none of our fucking business. Yeah. But, you know, I can understand that she's a big personality, and maybe she just wanted to get that off her chest. Maybe she just wanted to be like, yo, y'all, me and Offset broke up. We not, we ain't been happy. Because people, the thing is, when you're in those type of public relationships, these people are in your relationship, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're yeah. worried about what you're wearing and how y'all matched and if yeah. Offset looked at a girl for too many seconds or what picture he liked. Why would you like that girl's picture? You're with Cardi, you know what I mean? And it's like a whole bunch of people that's living your life. And it's like, yo, you can't live my life with me. This is my life, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I understand it. And I know Offset is dropping an album too, so great promotion. <laughs> yo, let me tell you about this video I saw on Instagram. There's this white girl and she's apparently a dancer. Her name is Emily or something and she like she's a hip-hop dancer blonde hair white girl she's pretty good at dancing oh i've seen it she, i've seen it i've seen it yesterday it was on this um entertainment show she was dancing my marcy project yes yeah, so people are calling her a culture vulture saying that this is the problem with gentrification there's so many 
different things that black people are offended by this girl dancing. When I first saw it, I thought, damn, she could dance. And it was a tribute to like, Jay-Z. It was like, for his I birthday. Like black people are stupid. I feel like black people are stupid. That's what wow. I feel like. I seen that video. I don't think nothing was wrong with that. She was dancing my Marcy project. She was dancing. What was wrong with her dancing to a fucking hip hop record? What's wrong with that? This is wrong with people. People want people like Jay Z to sell. They want Beyonce to sell. But then you get mad at the person who bought it or the person who likes them. You understand? Mm-hmm. So if a if a white girl decides to dress up like Beyonce is cultural appropriation, maybe she like Beyonce. You wanted to hate her? Because the moment she hate her, then you're coming after her for hating her. But now that she likes her, you're coming after her for liking her. So what the fuck can I do? Yeah. You understand? I think black people got to stop being in, being so sensitive about everything. We, we, we do deserve to be sensitive. We've been through enough, but not everything. Don't start talking about gentrification in Brooklyn because a white girl is dancing. First of all, it always been white people in Brooklyn. Yeah. There's never not been white people in Brooklyn. You understand? Never. So let's quit the shenanigans. So, you know, I see, yeah, I just seen it last night. I don't see nothing wrong with that. The girl could dance her ass off. Yeah. Oh, shit, my nigga. I don't see nothing wrong with it. We get, we getting the beeps. That mean they about to cut us the fuck off. Mm -hmm. You, you still doing your yoga? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't come for yoga last week, but, um, hopefully they come tomorrow. Tomorrow should, tomorrow's yoga. I can't okay. be messing my yoga days. This shit is serious. Yes, yes. Continue your yoga, my nigga, and, and stay blessed. And I hopefully, I'm trying to come see you as soon as I can now that I'm cleared. So as soon as I figure out a date. Yeah, yeah. Whenever come. you come to New York, pull up. You approve. For sure. I love you, my nigga. Love you too, man. Be safe out there. Yo, right. tell Aiden, man. Love him, man. Tell my son be safe. I always think about that Kendrick video. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nigga. All right, I'll let I'm him know. I'm going to tell Jonathan to repost that on my Instagram for me. Yes, Word. I'm going to let him know. All right. All right, peace. Be safe. Peace.